Yo, this is the Ancient Texan. Saturday afternoon, uh, back in my house after working outside in the heat all day. I'm going to look at a topic I don't normally go there very often. But it's a political season, so I thought I'd touch some of the things I think is important from a political viewpoint. And you might want to know what party I'm in. Well, I'll, I'll tell you uh, what I believe in, the, say, three of my top ten issues today. Maybe you can tell me what party I should be in. First, I think the biggest threat uh, to society and to mankind is nuclear weapons. Um, if you've ever looked at the protocols of what stops the president, who at this moment is Trump, from simply pulling out what they call the football, it's a box, and hitting a button and launching the missiles, there is no checks and balances. Um, and from the time he gets, first he doesn't need any reason, he could just do it, and there's no checks and balances. Look into how the system works. But then if he gets the radar people, tell him something's coming, he has five minutes to make a decision. Of course, he could make the decision that wiping out the other half of life on the planet um, doesn't do any good. But our current leader, I'm quite sure, would make the call that we're going to squash you, you're not going to squash us. And he would uh, do his best in wiping all of us off the planet. The whole military structure is set up for with the idea that we're going to be attacked by Russia, used to be Soviet Union, and we have to respond quickly before our missiles in the ground get knocked out. We since then have missiles that are in submarines that can wipe out the enemy. Um, so we don't actually need the ones in the ground. The ones in the ground are just a target. They serve no useful function except to escalate the nuclear war. Odds are much more likely that we have a nuclear war because of a mistake than because Russia is going to initiate uh, action against us. And the idea that we're going to make sure we get our missiles off so they get annihilated um, is really a a logical nightmare. We also made a promise as part of the nations that hold, have nuclear weapons that we would disarm and the nations that don't have nuclear weapons agreed they would not get nuclear weapons as long as we kept our promise. Well, we haven't kept our promise. So there's a whole 200 nations that are, you know, now, according to the agreement we made, 
should be able to get nuclear weapons. Now, there's most of them probably don't have the current capabilities, but I'm sure there are dozens that do. If North Korea, as incompetent as that place is, can get the can muster the knowledge given the will, then it, then anybody can. Um, so we're sitting at a point in history where we're expanding by our nuclear arsenal and improving that's three trillion dollars guess what do you hear democrats being against this in fact it was actually signed into law by obama so tell me which party should i be in since i think nuclear weapons and getting rid of them should be the top priority of our government. Which party does that put me in? Okay, let's drop down to something else that I think is important. Global warming. I'm not going to get into the, you know, arguing about degrees centigrade rays and all that and and I'll point out that, you know, who gets hurt worse by the uh, global warming are the poor people. But the core problem with global warming is finding an alternate energy source, period. You have to take away fossil fuels and plug something into that gap in a reasonable time frame if you want to stop global warming. You can't burn carbon and stop global warming. There's only one power source that humanity currently knows how to do at that kind of scale besides fossil fuels. That's nuclear power. Bill Gates has a reactor designed that he was actually going to check, was going to test in China that... uh, Trump stopped his permit to do that. But it's essentially he takes all the nuclear waste from that we've got piled up all around the country, digs a big-ass hole in the ground, puts the nuclear waste into that thing. You have, um, you know, a shell built up to hold that. And it's a big concrete tube that goes X miles into the center of the earth. You fill it up with nuclear waste, and around that you put, you know, water jackets to take away steam to make power out of. And then you start the reaction on the top. And for the next hundred years, you have a big-ass reactor that uh, burns from the top downward. Um, first, it's pretty much impossible to have a runaway in that kind of reactor. And second, if it ran away, it just runs away into the center of the earth type thing. Um, But they assure me that that's not going to run away. The other is there's thorium reactors that now uh, produce very little radioactive waste. um, That has a much shorter lifetime. That we could be uh, building and operating. 
But that's, you know, I think you're kidding yourself if there's any other kind of power, solar or wind, that can take over what fossil fuel is doing. And we can either accept that or we're just, I'd hate to say this so crude, we're just pissing in the wind. Um, And yes, it's the engineer talking in me. But all of what we're doing with green energy is pretty much futile if we don't get an alternate energy supply. And there's only one that I know of. But guess what? Both parties are against that solution. So what party does that put me in? Okay, let's drop down to another issue since I'm not having too good a luck finding a party to be part of. Military-industrial complex. I'm against it. (laughs) I would like to see our U.S. military half the size it is right now. I would like to see some kind of law passed saying that uh, we can only spend twice as much as the next three countries, which means China, Russia. I don't know who number three is. Um, But we can only spend as much money as the three of them put together spend. Or some kind of, you know, restriction on uh, the dollar spent by, by... by our military industrial complex. Yes, that would mean that we'd have to bring back our people from the last count I heard was 152 countries around the world. Do you know how expensive it is to have our military spread out all over the world? Of course they're there to be, you know, the the police uh for the world well that's not politically where I stand I want us to be have military for defensive purposes only and who which party should I be a part of that has that as a you know, part of their belief in their and their political system, you know, their priorities. Anyway, those are just my top three issues and top three beliefs. And the question is, which party should I support if my top issues are Disarmament with nuclear weapons. Global warming and addressing it with nuclear power to supply enough energy to displace carbon. I'll throw in other stuff like carbon tax on a future talk. And reducing the U.S. military. Anyway, I don't think there is a party um, that holds that as the three important beliefs. Of course, I think I will vote for uh, Biden. I think he's a good guy. Uh, 
He doesn't address the issues of concern to me, but it's pretty easy to vote against the other guy at the moment. Um, I at least would like to vote for a good guy and a good what I see as a good person and that treats other people with kindness and respect. So that will determine my vote. It doesn't make me a Democrat though because Democrats, and you'll see that I've, I've got a lot of other issues, are not uh, supporting the policies that I think are the most important for our nation. So anyway, if anybody listens to this podcast, I'll give you more of my political opinions. Anyway, this is the Ancient Texan, hoping that you have a good weekend and do something kind for somebody around you. This is the Ancient Texan. Namaste. Yo, this is the ancient Texan, an earthling, hoping we all can learn to live and play well together on this small and delicate planet we call home. May we all honor the sacred and our fellow inhabitants. Namaste.